half my face became the world. <laughs> and because I had just done Salvia, I knew exactly what the fuck he meant. I um, put out this uh, aura of safety, I feel like. Like, I'm the ultimate third wheel, because I am not threatening to either party. Both of them are just happy to have me. Uh, actually, Pam once told me uh, that she just assumed I was genderless uh, because of my kind face and non-toxically masculine features. I was like, yep, that's what I was going for, <laughs> genderless. Also, why are we boxing genderless people in, right? Why can't they be intimidating and mean, you know? Why can't they be a scary motherfucker? Uh, love of my life once described me as metrosexual, uh, and that didn't work out. And yeah, I was in high school, but it was still real to me, damn it, you know? I uh, like to follow porn stars on social media uh, for their brand of content. And uh, that's not usually what you get. It's usually everything that's going wrong in their lives. So it's uh, check their profile. Oh, little Patches has ocular melanoma in both his eyes. So mommy has to take him to the vet to get him snipped out. Okay, so no tits today. I just have to contemplate the existential nightmare that it would be to wake up blind as a dog. And you just scroll through their feed and it's just like tits, tits, ass, dog with breathing tube and mouth, tits, tits, traffic court, traffic court, tits, boobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Need to diversify their content, I guess. I don't know. Got to get that clout, that influence, you know. Maybe they go on Twitch. I feel like somebody needs to address that Twitch is kids just playing video games for ad revenue, and that's child labor, isn't it? <laughs> that's not really a joke. That's just fucking woke. Uh, I, uh, I'm Egyptian, uh, and uh, fun fact, that made me the only African-American in my high school, and boy, did my classmates let me know I was the only African-American at that high school, except they wouldn't call me an African-American. They'd call me another word that also means African-American, but it wasn't African-American. I think it's probably a pretty clear sign I'm not black, just based on how nervous I'm getting saying African-American this many times in a row. Uh, also, if just being African makes me black, are we just saying Charlize Theron is black now? No, because she's South African, nobody? Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Plot twist, my high school was 93% Asian. Bet you didn't think it was Asian people calling me the N-word. Well, you're right, it was that other 7%. It was those rascals, those, those kooks. All right, I'll do a little story and then we'll get started. Um, I, uh, like I said, I'm Egyptian. We go back to the motherland every year and we do this road trip from Cairo up to the North Coast for the pretty beaches, I recommend it. And uh, that wasn't a joke, that was just part of the story, but... <laughs> Um, we, it's this road trip through the desert. It's just five hours of sand and limestone. You won't even see a fucking cactus. Uh, you'll see like some crazy shit, like five people living in a limestone hut in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and you're like, dog, there was a KFC and water, uh, <laughs> a couple miles down. Couldn't you have moved the one room limestone hut a little closer? Don't think you're going to run into zoning permits, any, uh, issues like that. No, punching down. Okay. Um, but then we came up to a rest stop slash zoo. And uh, let's clear one thing up. Zoos are depressing in the first world, right? Pretty trees, nice facilities, but the spark in that tiger's eye is dead. It just looks depressed and jobless like many of us here today. Uh, also, rest stops. No one's ever fallen in love at a rest stop. Name the first three things you think of when you think of rest stops. I'll go first, meth, fast food, and hand jobs. Not exactly my idea of family fun. 
so a lot of moving parts here. Third world desert rest stop. Let's go in. And uh, once we pa pass the starving, emaciated lions, a uh, monkey that might have actually been crying, and we came up to the petting zoo. And at the petting zoo, there were three animals, not much of a petting zoo. There was a camel on one side, because Egypt, a mule on the other, and in the middle, mule with a hump on its back. And that was a lot for little 11-year-old Murad to take in, trying to do the mental math of what crime God had committed in front of him. Uh, but as I stared into Quasimulo's eyes, uh, I realized there's no moral to this story. Sometimes shit is just fucked. Okay, guys, probably did a little too long there, but we're going to get the show started. Uh, all right, make it loud for your first comic. I haven't seen him around, but I'm sure he's real funny. Uh, Mitchell Lamar, everybody. So nice to be back on the microphone. My mouth was getting blue balls. I fucked up last night. I performed at a house party and I bombed. Uh, the crowd was tough. People are less likely to laugh if you break into their home. <laughs> I guess y'all need to know about me to know my perspective or whatever. I'm an immigrant. I moved to California from Christianity, so. Uh, Cool. But I'm still, I'm still uh, religious, though. It's funny how that happens. I'm polytheistic. I believe in two gods. I believe in chips and salsa. <laughs> People, they get startled when I interact with these beings. I went to a Mexican restaurant two weeks ago. And of course, I ordered and ate some chips and salsa. And then I was just like, ah! The waitress, she ran over. She's like, what happened? I said, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm a changed man. I used to be a liar. Now I'm a pathological liar. That's new. I'm vegan. Yesterday, instead of steak, I bought Merlot. <laughs> I used to serve in the United States military and some people are shocked. They're like, this guy protected my freedom? I did. And uh, it's just, it's crazy. I was in the Air Force. It was my only option, you know. The Marines, hell no. They like to go to the gym and they like to build muscle. I like to build friendships. <laughs> the military is nonsense. It's just like, I don't know. Freedom, it's, there's no point in, I just feel like there's no point in fighting for freedom. It's just more polite to ask for it, you know. <laughs> On the way here, I was asking people, where's my freedom? I asked this lady. I was like, ma'am, can I have my freedom? She was like, yes. I said, so you have it. <laughs> I do miss the military. Miss the joking around. It's kind of like, like the comedy community, you know? I remember I had a female veteran that told me that I had better legs than she did. I was like, girl, you can't say that. 
Both of your legs are blown off. It's <laughs> cool though. The military was a lot of torture, but they called it marching or something. But everyone hated marching with me because that made it look so good. I'll let y'all be the judge. Ready, hop, hop, two, three, four, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we had to do 50 push-ups for every pose. It was crazy. I did 69 because I'm nasty. I can't wait to get a colonoscopy. I'm so excited to open up my third eye. <laughs> I'm a shaman, a healer. It's a weird job. I needed something after the military. And a few days ago, I helped a guy with a pain in his lower back called virginity. <laughs> That's my time, thank you. Mitchell Lamar, that was lovely. I love your comparison uh, to comedians and military. That, I, that totally makes sense. I just see a bunch of rugged, battle-hardened uh, men here. There's not a single woman in this room. Uh, but your next comic, very excited, uh, up-and-comer. I've taken him under my wing, you know, show him the ropes. Uh, yeah, you know, he's naive, he's wide-eyed, but I love him. His name is Max Eddie. <laughs> Am I... Do, where do I put this when I, uh, sensei, uh, where should I, should I put it behind me? Is that, okay. Um, that didn't work, perfect. Um, I'm, uh, I'm living with my parents right now, you guys, uh, which is actually really cool. I've really been enjoying living with my parents. I've been with them for a couple months now, just my mom and my stepdad, and I really like it. Um, a lot of my friends try to feel bad for me, though. They'll just be like, oh, you live with your parents? That's okay. <laughs> You'll figure it out. Motherfucker, I figured it out. <laughs> you have eight roommates. I have two, and one of them loves me. Right? I told, I told my stepdad that joke, and he's like, do you really think only one of us loves you? <laughs> I was like, don't be gay, Dan. Come on. That's, that's ridiculous. Uh, I can say that. I'm half gay. Um, <laughs> mom's side. Um, but uh, now I actually, um, I, a lot of people think, yeah, so I, I got my stepdad, uh, we rescued him uh, in 2012, so like seven years ago. Um, he's, a, he's a rescue, we couldn't, um, <laughs> it's, it's been cool though. A lot of people think that people with like stepdads aren't as well adjusted, but there are a lot of people who've done really well even having just a stepdad in their life. Um, like Jesus is a great example. Uh, yeah, Joseph. Would you call Would you call Joseph Jesus' stepdad? Was stepdad or cuckold? Uh, one of, like that's that's kind of what like he gets described as father a lot in the Bible, but he's he's just a big old cuck, right? Like he like <laughs> right? Like that's I'm just I'm just reading the scripture, and the scripture says Joseph let God fuck his bitch. Like that's seems to be what happened, right? Like that's in her sleep. By the way, um, and he didn't. God didn't tell Mary that he was gonna fuck her. 
that's not cool, right? Like that wasn't, how has God not gotten me too, is what I'm saying. Like that's, a lot of people talk about like Donald Trump, just like, oh, how has the president of the United States not been held accountable for his sexual misconduct? How about the creator of the universe? Like that's, oh, George, George. <laughs> really? okay, wow. Um, we'll let him, that's no, okay. Uh, I just don't know. I'm mumbling to myself, but it makes more sense for me. Uh, um, but yeah, okay, cool. Um, definitely not gonna do that joke tonight. That's a, um, bad right now, but I'll get there. It'll, uh, it's, there's an idea. Um, I actually, I was thinking about uh, religion more recently because I'm, I'm living in Fairfield right now. It's kind of far. I'm commuting like an hour every day. And every day I see this digital billboard and uh, it's like, when it, have you guys seen one of those billboards where it changes before you can read the whole thing? We're just like, God damn it, every kiss begins with what? It's, <laughs> that's silly. But um, I, was, I was reading the billboard one day and it uh, had an ad for a church and they were doing um, a Bible verse on it. It just said, Jesus said, let the little children come to him. And then it switched to a missing child report. <laughs> I was like, look for a 2005 white Toyota Camry, Janessa Ortega, 12 years old. And I was just like, y'all better ask Jesus <laughs> about this kid. I mean, I'm not saying Jesus took the kid, but he's telling him to come to him. He's a prime suspect right now is all I'm saying. But okay, uh, that's silly, man. Actually, I, I think Amber Alerts are a good idea. I think they're really solid. They've helped get a lot of kids. I think they're great. I think they could be better though, okay? Because Amber Alerts, each of them is only going after one kidnapper, you know? Like it, maybe instead of doing like individual Amber Alerts every time a kid gets napped, you could just do like a general one. Like just send one out every day that's like, hey, if you took a kid, put it back. <laughs> It's not good, that's bad. Don't take that, put that kid back. That's, it's not your kid. <laughs> it's messed up. <laughs> uh, did I have anything else? Um, I had, uh, let me see. I think that was all I wanted to work on. Um, yeah, okay, I'm good, thank you guys. Uh, went for a fist bump there because I had just been biting my nails. I uh, had a little saliva tipped there, but we went for the shake instead. You know what? I feel closer to you, Max, my young protege. Uh, okay. Uh, your next comic, I believe I saw you at Shug's. You were a very funny guy. Uh, everybody make it loud for Mike Evans Jr. God, I'm so tired. Bumping into chairs and shit. Um... So I'm, uh, I work in education right now. I work at a fucking middle school and I'm really, really want to fucking quit. So this isn't even a joke, but if you guys have jobs, <laughs> let me know because you looks, looks like you just throwing out jobs. This man, <laughs> I'm not going to rob you. He's like, Oh, Hey, Hey, don't have money. Please scary black man. No. Um, now, working with kids is cool. It's just like one of the kids asked me, he's like, hey, Mike, Mike, Mr. Mike, you know, why do you work with kids? And at first, in my heart, I was like, you know, I want to, you know, save the future. I want to make sure next generation can live and shit. But now I just honestly don't know. Like, I really don't give a fuck about some of them now. Right? I feel that's a fucked up thing to say. Um, this little girl figured out that she doesn't need math, and it kind of like broke me as a teacher. Um... Is that just... No, that's all good. 
thought that was, was part of it. My bad. My right. bad. My bad. I'm not a rapper. Every time Every time I go on stage, beats to start playing. <laughs> so fucked up. Um <laughs> No, I know I'm just playing. It's okay. You're black, so I can't even make the joke all the way. Um but yeah, no, this little girl pretty much told me that. It's like, hey, you know, we don't have to fucking do math. I'm never going to use this shit as an adult. And I was like, no, you actually are. And she asked me if I knew how to do the problem, and I didn't. And so she was like, wait, so you graduated college, and you have a job here, and you don't know how to do this, which means I don't need to know this shit at all, which is true. Like they make you guys laugh. You're like, yeah, you don't really fucking need math. You really don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that's it's pretty much it's pretty much life at, at at the moment. Still haven't been offered a job in this room yet. I'm still <laughs> pacing around for the white guilt. It's uh, it's a good time. Um, what else? Crazy stuff happened in the news. What abortion is like? What completely illegal in Alabama right now? That's fucking terrifying for no one in this room. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All men are like, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's, it's fucked up. We shouldn't be able to vote on that shit. Which is scary because they're going after women that hard. That only means dudes of color in this room, you, they're coming for us next. Like, something's going to happen. <laughs> like, no more spinners. Black people are going to be like, oh, shit, man. Or something. Something extreme. Um yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, here's something that I, I've been thinking about recently. Is like, uh, I don't know, in the Bay Area, uh, we kind of let Mexican guys and Filipino guys get away with saying the word nigga. I don't know how you feel about that, Zorba. Every black guy will feel differently about this exact thing. But have you? Do you do you think anybody any other race should get a pass to say it besides black people? No, right? I mean, in theory, no, but sometimes, don't you hear, like, one or two not black people say it? Oh, man. I don't know. I just... Yeah. I mean, Takashi69 says it, right? How do you... Holy shit. Hold on, me wait. I'm just getting sound effects during my whole set tonight. This is great. I'm just getting tested. <laughs> Once I start saying nigga, <laughs> man, where was I going with that? I don't know, man. I saw a fucking. I don't know. I, I just, I just feel like, <laughs> for some reason, there was like this unwritten rule of like, you know, if you get stopped by the police, you you might be able to say the word nigga. You know what I mean? Like, Mexicans use it, black people use it. You know, Asian people with face tattoos, you know, who drive cars from Tokyo Drift, I've seen them say it too. I'm just saying, right? I, my thing is, this is just my own personal rule. If you get stopped by the police a lot, like, like a whole lot, and if there are like groups going into your religious buildings shooting you up, maybe you can say the word nigga. I don't know. When that shit happened, what? Like with 54 Muslims got, got killed recently? Remember that? That mosque? 
in that moment, I was like, damn, there's some real ass niggas right there, man, for living through that shit. And this is an awesome way to end this set. <laughs> Hope everybody feels great about themselves as I sweat outside. Thank you. Everybody. Uh, I've had a couple of my black friends tell me, because I'm North African, that I can say the N-word. And clearly, I have not taken them up on their offer uh, just by that previous sentence. I was about to give your next comic spot away, but he showed up. So party's over. Everybody, uh, make it loud for Ian Levy. Oh, dear. Um... I've uh, I've tried to write a bit more, and I've only written uh, one thing today. It's actually an impression. I'm trying to. This is my impression of a uh, Rodney King. So uh, my impression of Rodney King. Uh, uh, oh, I tell you, I get no respect. Hey, ah, oh, that's why it is. This is a terrible joke. I hate myself for even doing it. There's no commercial viability. Will never work at anywhere that isn't a terrible open mic. I regret saying it. Thank you. I'm glad you guys enjoy that. <laughs> this is a terrible fucking joke. I, um, it doesn't even matter what I say now. <laughs> I, uh, oh God. I uh, I don't even know what to say. Like I said, that's literally the only thing I wrote all day. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have a big writing session. It didn't work out that way. Uh, I, I, am, I haven't always been a, a comedian. I used to be a cat burglar. Let's try to break into someone's house and leave a dead bird. Oh, watch out. Uh, okay, you like the Rodney King stuff more? Okay. I was, uh, I was really, yeah. I, was <laughs> uh, I think people... Um, I think all my friends, or everyone online, is mis misplaces their anger. I think I, I go around online. I cannot balance. Uh, shut up! <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I uh, I think people, everyone online, seems to misplace their anger. Like uh, I I go through Facebook and I see everyone I know is posting all these actually very well thought out things about the, all the abortion laws that are happening. They're like you know to who it may concern and like writing all this stuff, and then all of those same people are posting uh, about this final season of Game of Thrones. Like they're fucking ruining it. And it's just like oh Jesus, is that the one to be <laughs> mad about? I don't know. It's... Do you guys ever ask your like? Do you guys ever think like? Uh, Am I in a cult? <laughs> like, that's a good question to ask. Like, I worry about that because I'm, I'm pretty stupid. I'll listen, you know, if someone has like a strong jawline, I'll kind of just do what they say. I don't, <laughs> it doesn't, I'll just be like, yeah, he probably knows what he's talking about. God would have given him those genetics if he wasn't supposed to lead me. <laughs> I I watch a lot of, a lot of stupid online videos and i just assume people if you're online you know you know what you're talking i'm like you know he must know what he's talking about they wouldn't just give him a youtube account if he doesn't have some sense of authority like i was watching dead serious i was watching this this uh this is well there we go i was watching this this video online of this guy explaining um, medieval uh, combat tactics, like medieval tactics, 
And I just assumed he knew what he was talking about. And at one point he said, uh, see, when you're fighting with dragons, and I was just like, well, I don't know. This doesn't seem legitimate. I don't know. <laughs> Does a 16-year-old really know what he's talking about? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. Oh, boy. So uh, Rodney King. I don't <laughs> I got to work on more relevant impressions. <laughs> I... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have uh, too much to talk about today. Um, I recently... Do you guys... Are, are our lives easier than, than people in the past or harder, do you think? Easier? easier? I, uh, yeah, okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any comeback for that. That was my conclusion, too. I was trying to think of something else I could say, but yeah, it probably was harder. I recently learned... My uh, my last name is, is Levy now, but it wasn't always. My great-grandfather actually changed it. Our family last name used to be Pincus, and he, he changed it. And I, I learned one of my relatives, his name, his first name was also Pincus. So he was, his, his name was Pincus Pincus, <laughs> which is a terrible... <laughs> I think his parents just wanted him to be bullied until he was murdered. That's... Um, the proof came when he had a brother. His name was Stinkus. But uh, <laughs> this is also a terrible fucking joke. <laughs> it's true. I don't know what to do with that, but that's just a true thing about my family. I have a relative named Pinkus Pinkus. Okay, that's my time. Yay! Okay. Hey, the music's back. Okay, cool. <laughs> Ian Levy, everybody. Oh, sorry, sorry. Rodney Pinkus, everybody. Uh, your next comic only goes by one name, like Seal or Madonna, uh, and really, he reminds me a lot of both of them. Everybody make it loud for Tushar. Guys, guess what happens when an Indian dude gets married to a white person? An Egyptian? Okay. <laughs> hey, I'm just trying here, okay? <laughs> Guys, let's talk about the hard things, okay? We got to ask uh, the, the hard questions. Um, like, why did my grandma have 14 kids, right? Why did she? And the answer is my grandpa had amnesia. Um, thank you so much for your feedback tonight. I was like, grandma, you had 14 kids? Is that why I have 167 cousins? Is that why we have 600 people on the family WhatsApp group? Right? In the time we've been talking, there's 800 unread messages on that fucking group. When a family wedding happens, and there's like a thousand people at like a, just a family wedding, just a family is thousand people. Imagine, sir, imagine having a thousand people wedding, right? Here's how it happens. So first of all, there's no hotel for a thousand people, right? So they're going to stay at your house. That's what's happening here, right? Actually, they're going to stay at your house, your neighbor's house. You're just going to have a, your own little like Crimea of the Russian Federation. Like that's, that's kind of what we're going for here. Now imagine you do make it to the wedding, right? Now at the wedding, all the friends join in and their families join in. And now we have a 2,000 people wedding venue, right? There's no space there. It's kind of crammed. It takes you like three hours to get to the porta party. If we had porta parties back in India, which we don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> 
So now you have a 2,000 people wedding, right? So now your next challenge as the groom, sir, is to find the bride. Because this is an arranged marriage. You've never met her. You've only seen photos, right? So <laughs> essentially, there's like five women there, and they all kind of look like the person who could be your wife. But here's how you spot the right person, right? She is in the red dress. Okay, so it's important you remember that she has to be in the red dress, right? That's the right woman. All right, so now, now we get to the wedding, right? So the way the wedding happens, sir, is you got to take seven circles and make seven promises, which you will later break in seven different ways. Um, and that's essentially how the wedding happens, right? Now, there's the other problem of the food, though, right? The problem with the food is how do you feed 2,000 people all at one go? The answer is you don't, right? You just let the men fight for the last bit of the bread. Essentially, that's, that's, how, that's how people are fed. Now, these things happen in the open, right? So there's, they, these things happen in the open. So God forbid it rains, because now it's just going to be f the fire's out, right? But there's the other problem of 2,000 hungry people who are now drenched in water, right? So now you're off to the races because they're heading to your house for shelter, right? And now you got to make your way out from there. So now you're just like, it's just like Game of Thrones. It's just like Jon Snow trying to get out of the fucking bloodbath. It's just dead bodies everywhere. Finally, you make it to your wedding night, right? You're with your wife, but there's an uncle in between because it's like 70 people in your house. Like, I mean, come on, how does that happen, right? And now you're just fingering her from a distance. Like, that's essentially, that is essentially your wedding night. Like, you're fingering her, she's just doing you, and then you're thinking, well, she probably really likes what, what's happening right now. And she's thinking, well, I don't think he's realized, but I'm not the woman she was supposed to get married to, you know? It's the red dress, right? She knew, she knew how to work it. Um, <laughs> Imagine being that girl. Imagine being that girl, and that girl is thinking like, now I spent zero dollars at this wedding, right? Right? And I'm married to this person, but really, this is a way bigger house, right? And like this new dude, his dick is like way bigger than her last husband. I think it's a win-win situation, right? Maybe that's, maybe that's how we need to select the, so what happens in an Indian wedding, right, is the red dress, the bride is always covered. So you can never really see who you're getting married to, right? Maybe that's how we select the new president for the US, right? You just like, they should always be in a burqa. So we only get to hear, <laughs> right, what they're saying and not what they look like. But then there's the problem, how do you elect a woman, right? So basically you, you, you get Kamala Harris to get a head cold. So now she sounds like Joe Biden. And okay. Um, <laughs> if Joe Biden does become president, I think we should all give each other non-consensual uh, back rubs for just one week. I think it'll be a fun activity. Okay, thanks, you, everybody. Too sharp, everybody. Guys, uh, Cole Chapman just walked in here and didn't put his name on the list, so I'm pretty sure he's here to murder us all, because uh, what other reason could you have for coming to me? Just killing time? Killing us. Oh, uh, okay, cool, good, 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 good. All right. <laughs> yeah, round of applause for my murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Music's back. Music's back again. Okay, uh, make it loud for your next comic. Uh, probably should have let him know he was about to be on, but he's going to be very funny. Cody Abe, everybody. Fuck Ryan Schooley for not being here. Holy shit. 
he was signed up before me and I thought I was going after him. So uh, <laughs> I don't have anything fucking prepared. Anyway, um, you ever like, uh, you ever just check if you have latent superpowers? You know, like, like, no, my, my telekinesis isn't working today. Or like if somebody asks you for a smoke, you just go, fuck, no fire. God damn it. All right, think, well, give me a number between one and 100. Uh, think of one, think of one, think of one. 82. Fuck, okay. God damn it. <sighs> that shit doesn't work, but. <laughs> oh, fuck, what did I? No, uh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. All right, that was something that I just thought of right now. Um, okay, so, uh, at the age of six, uh, I lost my dad. But then I found him, blowing cocaine into a stripper's asshole. I was shocked, I was. And so I asked my father, Dad, how could you be such a terrible role model to me, your son? He told me, he told me, son, please don't tell your mother. We started without her. And he also told me, uh, do as I say, not as I do. Now come over here and hold this eight ball. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Uh, he didn't. What kind of father just has his son hold the eight ball? He gave me some coke and I did it. That that one person laughing is all I was going for with that joke. Uh, that's 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 great. Awesome. Uh, what else was I going to talk about? Anyway, so uh, I went to Taco Bell the other day. Because uh, I have no respect for my toilet. Um, and uh, at Taco Bell, you have their uh, signature hot sauces. Right? Their, their, uh, their signature hot sauce, uh, the new one called Di the, Diablo sauce, the Diablo hot sauce. And by the Diablo hot sauce, I saw a warning that read, cancer and reproductive harm, dash. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Uh, that did not stop me from eating my Taco Bell. And uh, also, I know, because you know what else has the warning of cancer and reproductive harm? Everything. Every fucking thing in this world, except for maybe kale. I don't think kale does. Or, uh, Maybe vaccines either, because that one just comes with autism. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Kale definitely does not, it does cause cancer. I don't know, fucking. Anyway, uh, I'm not a religious person. I'm not. Um, kind of wish I was, though, because then I would uh, have somebody to blame everything on. Um, but it's not like I haven't looked for a religion in the past. I have, 
uh, but it's really hard to choose the winning team when you don't really know when when you especially when you you can go ahead. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna abandon that joke anyway. Fuck, <laughs> like my father abandoned me <laughs> by dying. He died. No. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, my, one, yeah, okay, okay, I wasn't paying attention, I was kind of in my, I was thinking about my dad, dad. <laughs> no, uh, anyways, uh, growing up without a father had its disadvantages, uh, didn't have anybody to teach me how to shave, doesn't matter, uh, I'm Asian, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, didn't have anybody to teach me how to change the oil in my car. Again, because uh, I'm Asian, which means I buy uh, Toyotas, which last fucking forever. Uh, and I didn't have anybody to teach me how to beat my future kids. Which, no, I'm just kidding. My mom beat me, and I will beat my future kids. I will do that. That's something that I will do. No, she beat me as a kid, but I do love her. I love her to death, just like my father. Thank you. Cody Abe, everybody. You were talking about uh, dangerous side effects. Yeah, Cody? Dangerous side effects, cancer. Taco Bell, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a drug called Sassafras recently, and I looked up the side effects, and one of them is spontaneous abortion. Uh, <laughs> uh, so maybe we should send some mass shipments of Sassafras to Alabama just about now. No? No? Okay, political, topical. All right, going. Uh, on that note of momentum, uh, let's bring up, we got a famous marine biologist in the crowd here. I say that because he stepped on top of a beached dead beached whale. Uh, around these parts. Everybody make it loud for Duat Mai. Hey, thank you. Thank you, guys. Hey, uh, you know what uh, wakes me up more than drinking coffee? Stealing it. No, I don't need this anymore. People go, oh, man, I'm addicted to caffeine. I go, I understand. I'm a kleptomaniac. Here's your wallet. I didn't steal any money, I just need the adrenaline. Adrenaline is what I like adrenaline, you know, because it's already inside all of us, right? We just need to free it by doing something stupid. <laughs> That's what, yeah, I'm going to get on stage and tell jokes to people I don't know. That's how I get my adrenaline rush. You know? Anyways, guys, um, you, know, you know what the, the ultimate adrenaline rush is? Uh, like stealing something with the help of people you're stealing from. <laughs> Yes. Hey, hello, Walmart. I would like to uh, return this item that I stole for a full refund. Full ref Is there anything wrong with it? No, but there's something wrong with me. There. Something wrong with me. Anyways, guys, uh, I didn't memorize my shit, so I'm going to look at things here. Hey, remember that guy who, got his, who had to cut off his own arm because a Utah rock fell on him? Remember that? Fucking Utah rocks just falling on people and shit. I was thinking, you know what would suck? If uh, while he was cutting off his arm, like he was 99% done, and somebody came by and goes, hey, what are you doing? 
His story would have went from he did what he had to do to if only he had just waited a little longer. If only, do you regret cutting off your arm? Yes. Stop asking me dumb questions, you know. I was thinking, uh, I got an idea, you know, like if my life ever goes down a drain, you know, like if I'm homeless and just hopeless, I'll just cut off my own arm and uh, collect disability money. Just, and then afterwards, I'll research the minimum amount of amputation needed to collect money, and I'm like, oh, I only had to cut off three fingers? Fuck. I still could have the ability to pick shit up, but oh, no, I well, at least I don't hold up the bus every time I get on and off. That's embarrassing. Embarrassing, 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 embarrassing. Hey, you know how some people don't like Siamese twins? They go, oh, I don't want Siamese twins, you know? You ever heard people say that? <laughs> you never heard? Oh, I hear that all the time. Oh, I don't want Siamese. I would want Siamese twins. I want Siamese. I'll train them to be MMA fighters, you know? Be, imagine that, two skinny dudes as the heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> they're, they're a secret weapon, the old one, two, three, four. <laughs> oh, he got knocked out with, with, the, with the triple kick. <laughs> you can block one kick, you might be able to block two kicks, but that third kick, it'll come sneaking through. You Doctor goes, we got bad news. You got Siamese twins coming. I'm like, no, that's good. I want Siamese twins. And he's like, okay, that's all right. Well, they're attached to the head. I'm like, oh, that sucks. You can't dodge a punch like this. It's gonna, gonna be hard. You know, uh, I was thinking about uh, Kung Fu and you know, uh, that doesn't work, right? But uh, Muay Thai works, right? Muay Thai or Kung Fu doesn't work. I was thinking, why is that? Maybe because China had too many things, you know, too many resources, you know, and they created a wooden dummy, and you can't really punch a wooden dummy, you know? But uh, Thailand, they were poor, they didn't have that. They just kicked banana trees all day. Just kicked banana trees all day. <laughs> they just kicked banana trees all day long. <laughs> all day. Hey, isn't it crazy how, uh, uh, like, your best friends are like your brothers, but then your brothers, who gives a shit about them, right? <laughs> you hang out with your brother, do you? Okay, you got me. You. I don't hang out. I'm not a good singer. I try to sing sometimes. I'm not a good singer, but uh, I do appreciate how every time I do sing, my brain thinks that I did an excellent job. Good job. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Anyways, thank you. The bewildering Duat my everybody. Your next comic, I'm not gonna waste any time because uh, he's gonna waste our time. I'm just kidding, I really like him. His name's Mark Neuer, everybody make it loud. Cut that fucking shit, dude. How many different eye movements do I gotta give you to, to cut that fucking music off? Jesus Christ. How we doing? Doing good? Fantastic. Keep that fucking energy going, because I'm gonna hit you with a bunch of shitty jokes. Cool. Let's go. My girlfriend likes to wear my hat like this. Um, straight, you know what I mean? Like straight, correctly, forward. She says it makes me look like a dad. It's like, wow, if you like that, imagine how much you like it if you'd stop killing all the kids I put inside of you. You know? <laughs> I think you really like how I look. I just feel like 
I would look like an entire baby daddy, you know? I'd look like an entire father. <laughs> hey, man, the joke's right himself, you know? My mom had a stroke. She had three strokes, minor strokes, she's fine. They're minor, you know? At least the stroke face will cover the resting bitch face, you know? You can smile about it, that's good. She fucking can't anymore. It just looks like a fucked up Two-Face, you know? It's like a fucked up... Apparently no one's watched Batman excited for me and this dude and my mother. She was, she starred in it. She was Two-Face. It's fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. I'm single. Hey, he gets it. So I, uh, I meet a lot of girls, you know? They're like, wow, Mark, you have beautiful eyes. Like the most beautiful eyes ever. Like, thank you. I've been working out, you know. It's like if we had, we have, we had like a kid, you know. If we had a kid. It had like the most beautiful, perfect eyes ever. Like, wow. I feel like if we had a kid, it'd be the most beautiful ab abortion you've ever seen. Personally, <laughs> you know. It's like a masterpiece. You can hang it on a wall, like a coat hanger. I don't know. Whatever you use to hang things on walls, staples. You know, it's, it's a masterpiece. It's a fucking, it's beautiful. I mean, think about the eyes, you know? It's fucking gorgeous eyes, right? On that fetus. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I, uh, I want to be a superhero. No, I do. I do. I do want to be a superhero. I want to be Magneto, mainly because, like, okay, so, like, he can move, like, metal, right? Which is great. There's like a, I know, the punchline's coming. Shut the fuck up and wait. I know, I'm just playing with the words that were said. Oh, there's my weed. I was like, where's the bong and the weed? I'm fucking, was having a heart attack. So, uh, hey man. It's back at balance with the universe. Everything worked out. Magneto can move metal. It's like he has a limit. I, I, like, I couldn't be a Jedi. Like, he has no limit on what he can do. I need some kind of restriction. I'm just, I cannot be that powerful. I can't. Cool. No punchline there? Great. Let's move on. Uh, I love seeing on Twitter when uh, these, these porn stars that come out and they're like, I, I've quit porn. I'm no longer doing porn. I'm done. It's like, <laughs> you just quit making new porn. <laughs> you will do porn... For as long as I press play, bitch, you will always be my fucking porn. Forever. And even if you die, it's not till you die, it's till I die, stupid. It's forever. Welcome to 2019. I got kicked out of a movie theater recently. Uh, not a porn movie theater, but a movie theater. Um, and I was, watching, I was watching the fucking Endgame Avengers it's a three-hour fucking movie. I'm two and a half hours in. It's, he's about to snap. He's about to do the whole thing. He's going to shit his pants. And then I'm like vaping because I'm about to shit my pants from the sheer excitement of the whole experience. You know, you're sitting there. You're watching. I'm like, I start hitting my jewel. I'm like getting anxious. You know, I'm in this movie theater. I'm like in the front row. So they're seeing all the fucking smoke behind me. It's not smoke. It's vape. That's, I shouldn't even. I should get shot for saying something so stupid. It's not smoke. It's vape. Right? Jesus Christ. Well, I'm knee deep in this fucking movie. And all of a sudden, this figure just is right here. I'm like, yo, can you get the fuck out of my way? He's like, no, 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 sir. I don't need you to come out with me. It turns out it's seven Daily City police officers. God bless. God bless. They're like, you can't be smoking in this building. I'm like, yo, let me tell you something. This, this vape, 
the high schoolers giving dry hand jobs in the back are producing more smoke than this vape could ever produce, ever. What the fuck is wrong with you? You are targeting the wrong fucking person. This is discrimination. All right. Um, I want you guys to make it really loud for your amazing host, Murad Shockey. Thank you, Mark. Giving me a, a very uh, generous transition after I gave you one that was the opposite of that. Uh, <laughs> there's a porn star whose videos I still watch who's been dead for two years. Uh, so she's basically immortal to me. Uh, heroin. Yeah. Oh, definitely, dude. Also, just uh, statistically from the sheer amount of porn that's online, porn stars must walk amongst us every day. Like, we must just pass them at the gas station, at the grocery store. Uh, your next comic could be a porn star someday. Who knows? Uh, everybody, make it loud for Jack Ferguson. Uh, I bought these shoes. I got these shoes in the mail, like, yesterday. And they're just a size too big but I'm too lazy to send them back and I kind of like the way they look, so I'm just wearing shoes that are too big, flopping around like Ronald McDonald, you know, like, all right. And you guys go to college? Yeah, some of you guys went to college? Yeah. I went to college, uh, didn't finish, but I put on my resume that I finished and none of the jobs I applied to ask any questions. Like, I have a job that requires a college degree and I don't have a college degree. <laughs> It's like, I think it's just white privilege though, to be honest. <laughs> like when you look like me, people assume you went to college. Uh, can somebody tell me what the big fucking deal about avocados is? Like, why is that the mascot for my generation? Avocado toast. To me, avocados just taste like if butter was a vegetable, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's the flavor equivalent of lukewarm in my mind. But people are taking pictures of it like it was a newborn child, which I would understand if it was very photogenic, you know, like a cupcake or a pineapple or something like that. But avocado, avocado toast is not photogenic. Avocado toast looks like mayonnaise toast that someone left out for too long. Avocado toast looks like astronaut food that they don't want to eat. The fucking chef is like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? It's like, don't shit on avocado toast. That's my, that's my living. Uh, all right, I'll move on for Montelongo's sake. Uh, my car, <laughs> is it okay? My, uh, my car got broken into uh, a couple days ago. They broke my window, but there was nothing in there, so they didn't steal anything. They, but now I have to pay like $150 to get my window replaced. So, so I think what I'm gonna do is just leave the doors unlocked and put a sign up that says, check for yourself. There's nothing in here, you know? They're not gonna steal it, cause like, what are they gonna do? Pay for parking? They can't afford that. Oh, All right, that was cheap. Yeah, I know, right? Fuck. Uh, let's see. Why is it that Africa has way cooler animals than every other continent in the country? <laughs> you know, like if you go into the wild in America, you'll see like a deer and some birds and maybe like a beaver or something. If you go in the wild in America, first of all, you're gonna, in Africa, first of all, you're gonna die. Second of all, you'll see like a rhino or an elephant or like a, a, a lion or something. Like I feel like Africa is like the professional sports league for animals. <laughs> and the only thing you need to know that is like, just look at a gazelle. Like a gazelle is basically just a deer that grew up in a bad neighborhood. 
you know? It looks exactly the same, but you can see in its eyes that it's traumatized. All right. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Didn't even, didn't even know it. Uh, I uh, got into an Uber the other day, and there was a sign on the little passenger seat that says, your Uber driver is deaf. Uh, so please don't try and talk to him because he won't respond. But I know a little bit of sign language. So I said, I got his attention. I said, hey, how are you? And he turned around and he was like, bro, I'm not deaf. I just don't like talking to people. I was like, all right, that's a, that's a strong move. Uh, do you guys ever think that the before and after pictures for weight loss commercials could easily just be the, like, after and before pictures reversed? Like, what if someone just gains a bunch of weight and you just flip the pictures around, you know? All right. <laughs> you guys, what if, what if in five years we discover that vaccines actually do cause autism? Like, that's going to be a difficult group of people to hear say, I told you so, you know? <laughs> I honestly think that if we do make that discovery, scientists should just keep it to themselves. Because I would rather a couple extra kids every year get autism than have to see Jenny McCarthy's smug ass face on CNN. <laughs> I honestly think seeing like Jenny McCarthy paraded around as a hero would give me autism, you know? <laughs> Same thing with global warming too, right? Like, if we ever figure out that global warming was a hoax, we should just say we solved it, you know? Like, hey, guys, congratulations. We beat global warming. That's an uplifting message. All right, thank you. Jack Ferguson, everybody. The planet's melting, so fuck it, right? Just in general, fuck it. We're all, we're all in agreement here, fuck it. Can I get a quick fuck it, everybody? Oh, fuck it, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, your next comic has a real fuck it attitude. Everybody make it loud for Mikhail Makarov. Let's keep it going from Rod. How's it going? I, as a Russian, I'm really excited about global warming. Really excited. I just want Red Square to look like West Hollywood with all the palm trees pretentious girls in yoga pants and denial. I need global warming because I want to know if Russian girls are hot. Now they wear so many layers. It's like you're going on a date with a super burrito. Might be too much sour cream. You never know until you bite. Never mind, never mind. Dismissed. How's it going? How's, how's your day? Are, are you excited? Yeah, let's keep it going for the excitement, for the excitement. What else is going on? What, what are you having in your box? What's that? Nachos. Let's keep it going for nachos. That's amazing. That's amazing. Thank you for the soundtrack. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, yeah. Um, I don't lie. I never lie. And when the girls ask me what I do, I say I'm a writer. And I don't say that I write software. Because software engineer sounds insecure, but a writer sounds romantic. A writer sounds like a man who can say something beautiful. It doesn't have a job. 
Uh, I'm old. I'm 35 years old, and it's old. You know how I know? Because I was talking to an old guy, and then the old man told me his age, and that was that was exact same age with me. I'm like, shit, I'm old. Um, maybe because I haven't shaved, but my brain still th uh, still thinks that I'm in my twenties, and I maybe because I haven't shaved since then. You know, they say if you shave, you'll look younger, but after 30, make sure you cover all your wrinkles with your beard. And I don't care if you're a woman, just keep a five o'clock shadow. It's when uh, your beard is as long as, it, as your sh shadow at 5 p.m., right? Uh, I, as a software engineer, I'm insecure and lazy, but my laziness helps me with my insecurities. Because when I'm insecure about too many things, I'm just too lazy to focus on what it is exactly that I'm insecure about, and I just kick it. I'll be like, ah, I'm too old, girls don't like me, ah, fuck it, I'm going to go watch Netflix. Uh, it's like one of my flaws helps me with my other flaw. Is when It's like when your kitchen is so dirty that even the mice go away. How's it going, Michelle? Uh, you have a lot of bags. What's in what? What what's what's there? Is it your uh, l lunch boxes for the weekend that you brought from Google? <laughs> ah, we got it. We got it. Um, Americans always ask me, "How do Russians drink vodka? It tastes so terrible." Well, we we eat a pickle after a shot, and it gets rid of the vodka taste, right? And then we drink vodka because it gets rid of the pickle's taste. So you drink a shot, you eat a pickle, and just keep doing it until the winter is over, which in Russia is uh, about never. Uh, in Russia, we traditionally pickled uh, cucumbers and tomatoes, but I wish we pickled more Western things, like cocaine and democracy. Um, so I, I'm Asian. I was born in Asia. And when I say that, Americans start staring into my eyes, like they're trying to confirm their geographical ignorance. I was gonna make a, I was gonna make uh, a joke. Uh, uh, never mind. So uh, when I was growing up, girls didn't like me, and thanks to them, I my, I perfected my JavaScript. And now, suddenly, some American girls like me. That's because of my accent. It turns them on because it sounds like I'm going to choke them. <laughs> well, and also, I'm killing it at comedy, telling how bad I am at dating. All right, thank you. Give it up for the Asian superstar, uh, Michael Makarov. I'm very excited for your next comic. I feel like in the comedy community, he's like the wise elder mall goth. Everybody make it loud for Justin Carisi. I'm adding that straight into my material. I look like a wise elder mall goth. Um, Zorba's here tonight. Uh, I love it when Zorba's around because uh, I don't like it when I stick out in a room. <laughs> Thanks for taking over for that. Uh, all right. 
All right, I won't argue with you. Um, Casey, I'm gonna roast you a little bit too. I don't know why, I'm just picking on you. I like you with glasses, no hat. You look, the, that's the most like Superman, I think, <laughs> that you're gonna look. And it's just, I was like, who's that? Is that Clark Kent? Um, I'm gonna do some jokes that work and some jokes that might work, because I'm not ready for my show tomorrow. Um, so, hi, uh, yes, I do know what I look like. Uh, no, I'm not gonna be okay. I am not as happy as I look. I wish I could express myself, but they don't sell anything darker than black, so I might just start setting myself on fire. I know exactly what I look like because everyone tells me. Uh, the nice way to say it is intense. Like, you're, you're very intense. I'm intensely afraid of what you might do. All right, lukewarm. Uh, I think I make people uncomfortable because it's hard to tell if I want to die or if I want you to die. <laughs> and I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll find out together. Um, what have I got here? Someone told me I look like my midlife crisis came early. Uh, wrong again, it came late. A retirement plan is what I'm gonna call my shotgun. Okay, that's a hit. I'll keep it. Those death metal crowd is, I'm, I'm the only comic tomorrow in between a bunch of musicians and I'm pretty sure it's all heavy metal, so suicide jokes all the way. Um, let's see. I love music as much as the next guy, but I try not to look at pictures of musicians anymore. Not since I found out about Whitesnake. If you guys don't know Whitesnake, they're like a glam rock hair band from the 80s, right? They've got this famous song, you probably know it. Goes, uh, here I go again on my own. You know that one? I always thought that was like a manly anthem of independence. Then I looked at a picture of White Snake and I was like, oh, they were going to a drag show. <laughs> I've got more for that one. Where did it go? Um, Radiohead, do you guys like Radiohead? Radiohead was my favorite band for a long time. Their lead singer, Tom York, has like this ghostly voice that's just perfect for me. It's like haunting, right? And after a while, I was like, I gotta know what this guy looks like. And um, uh, where's the punchline? I gotta see what he looks like. And I'm really sorry I did that. Oh, this is bad. Um, Tom York looks like Popeye fell down the stairs. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that tomorrow. Um, Tom York looks like he's always having an electric stroke. Whatever. Let's see. Um, I do hate myself in case it's not extremely obvious. Um, how, how do I know? Uh, I would say that it's in the little things. It's in the little decisions. It's in the unconscious choices that I make from day to day. Like I went to CVS and I accidentally bought the extra thick dental floss. Why do they make that? They make it for people who hate themselves. That's me. This is perfect. So I bought it. I brought it home. I looked at the box and I was like, God damn it. 
I am so stupid, I deserve to use all of this. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm avoiding harsh foods. No almonds, no corn chips. And I love almonds and corn chips, but I do not deserve them. I like that one too. Do I have anything else? I should have a lot more than that. So poorly organized. Um, yeah, all right. Um, most people these days do not believe in God, and I get that, I understand. Um, I was there myself once, but if God isn't real, who ruined my life? <laughs> Wasn't me. I made excellent decisions. I went to college, for example, and then God was like, all right, thou, now college is stupid. <laughs> all right, I fucked that one up a little, but it still worked. Um, I'm not going to start a new one. That'll be my time. Thank you. Thank you, Murad. Justin Carisi, everybody. Uh, I uh, was talking to Justin uh, at Tahama, and uh, he, I asked him what he thought the most efficient method of suicide would be, and before I could finish the sentence, he was like, shotgun to the head. It's easy. And you don't do it straight up, because then you blast, and the recoil messes up. You got to do it at an angle. Uh, so, dude, dude has a game. Did I mess it up? Oh, is that Tequila Mockingbird? Okay, okay. I think we might have had this conversation a couple times. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Your next comic, um, I have no worries about uh, shotguns in his future. He's a very cheerful dude, I think. Uh, everybody, I don't know, I made a weird character judgment right there. Just smoke some weed with Mark Neuer. Anyway, make it loud <laughs> for Evan Montalongo. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Murad. Hi, everybody. Hi, how's it going? How are y'all doing? Are y'all good? Yeah. Y'all all good? Yeah. Good. I'm Evan Montalongo. I am from Texas. And when I tell people that, they're kind of disappointed I don't have an accent. Like, I'm denying them the novelty of meeting a Texan. And to those people, like, you don't want me to have an authentic Texas accent. Like, I'll prove it to everyone right here, right now, that you don't want me to have an authentic Texas accent. And I'm gonna start my set over again, and I'll use an authentic Texas accent, all right? Gracias, Murad, gracias, Murad. Hola, hola, como estas? Bien, bien, todo bien? Muy bien? Muy bien. Yo soy Evan Montalongo. Soy de Tejas, you get it, you get the point. Um, yeah, like, where'd your accent go? Like, oh, no. It found out I was moving to California and decided to stay at the farm, where it's in a rocking chair on a porch, cleaning its shotgun. Mm hmm Yeah. Uh, it's a little personification joke about, uh, <laughs> about an accent. Next, it's going to water the horses, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm from this very conservative part of Texas called um, Texas. And um, I don't want to rag on conservative people. I just think they're acquired taste. And by that I mean they need to acquire better taste. Um, you know, they, like, uh, your senior year when, they, they or when you graduate and they vote on a high school song, the year I graduated it was Creed, Can You Take Me Higher? Like that's a true story. Also the same year I, was, uh, I won Homecoming King, they voted on two things and it was me and Creed. So <laughs> that is really, <laughs> Quick way to turn that honor into an insult. I burned the crown. <laughs> I denied it all. No, I'm from San Antonio, um, which is in Spanish. Um, and 
the most important thing in, in San Antonio is uh, probably the Alamo. Uh, that's what we're most known for, which is a battle that we lost. Um, the only thing that uh, San Antonio has ever won, six things, um, five NBA championships and America's fattest city. <laughs> Those are the only six things that San Antonio has ever won. I do love the tacos and it's all about breakfast tacos. I said that right, it's breakfast and tacos. What's the best food? Tacos. What's the most important meal of the day? Breakfast. You'd be crazy not to put them together. Honestly, a good taco spot is like the eye of Saruman. It sees you and you float towards it. Like, that's how fucking good it is. Let me see what else I'm working on here. Oh, yeah, I am uh, pro-gun. No, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. I'm pro-finger gun. Yeah, yeah. Not because I want to be, but because I have to be. I come from a long, proud line of finger gun owners. Um, my grandfather was a used car salesman. My dad, motivational speaker. My brother, he sells gym memberships. They're all legally required to bring finger guns to work, so I don't want to be the odd one out on that. I don't want to be the black sheep in that family. I do know that there are dangers uh, to finger guns. It's a great way to... Uh, kill a conversation really quick or a first impression. It's really, really easy to do it that way. Also, weirdly, that's the power of the finger gun too. So if I'm throwing a lot of finger guns your way, I'm probably trying to say, don't talk to me. Um, there's more on that. I want to expand a little bit. Um, oh yeah, Mexican food's so good. I think queso dip answers the question, uh, why can't I drink this cheese? <laughs> And now you can, queso dip. That's what it is. It's really good. Um, I was at the beach the other day, and um, I found myself in quite a predicament. I saw the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen, and I went up to talk to her. And right when I was about to start talking to her, she took off her T-shirt, and she was wearing a Confederate flag bikini. Have you ever been, like, outraged and horny at the same time? Like, very, very confusing. Especially for a liberal guy, because I didn't know which way to objectify her, you know? Like, I don't know, should I spit game or should I spit knowledge? I'm not sure what happens here. The best case scenario, we wind up back at her place. She's like, talk dirty to me. And I'm like, baby, I'm going to teach you a lesson about the American Civil War. <laughs> um, it's funny. People want, uh, people want what they can't have. Like, I had this girlfriend who would uh, make me dress up in, like, a top hat and a monocle and a cane and choke her. She had a peanut allergy. Okay. Uh, Google Mr. Peanut, if you don't get that. All right, keep it going for your host, Marad. Give it up for Evan Montalongo, and give it up for drinking cheese. Your next com, yeah, yeah, come on. Uh, your next comic, he's a regular old cheese drinker if I ever saw one. I like that, che cheese drinker. It sounds like a good-natured insult, uh, but... Uh, Paul Jordan, please come to the stage. Also, make a Alright, so I'm gonna get something out of the way really fast. I'm gay. I'm gay and I date a lot. And pro tip, it's really easy to date a lot in San Francisco when you have an iPhone and no gag reflex. So there's that. But it's really hard to find a committed relationship. I can't seem to get a guy to be in a committed relationship with me. You know, I fought so hard for gay marriage rights, but that's like fat Kathy fighting for abortion rights. No one's fucking her. <laughs> but 
regardless, it's really hard because uh, men, what, what men want is sex, right? All of our dating apps are even designed around sex. You have Grindr, which is kind of like Pokemon Go, but instead of Pokemon, you catch chlamydia. But you have these conversations with these guys and it just always turns into sex. You know, you straight guys who creep people out on Tinder, you have nothing on gay people. You know, just, hey, how's it going? Oh, great. Thanks. I uh, just got home from babysitting my nephews. Your nephews. So you're family oriented. Well, yeah. I mean, my dream in life one day is to hold my child, look at, have them call me dad, look into their eyes and just be so happy. And I think we're a perfect match. And I found a husband. Yeah, but instead, you're going to call me daddy and instead of looking into your eyes. I'm going to come in them. <laughs> Other guys are, you know, really just straight to the point, right? You know, hey, how's it going? Great. Thanks. Cool. Can you send me a picture of your hole? I know, right? Do you know how hard it is to take a picture of your own asshole? He knows. But it's fine, because I'll show you. So you could start like maybe with like a, like a mirror behind you, do like a mirror selfie. But then you're like, fuck, my back looks fat. So then maybe you try from the underside, but then your eyes catch your selfie cam, and you really start to question how you were raised. So then maybe you just pop it on the floor and just crouch on over. <laughs> Got to zoom in there a little bit. <laughs> This, this is exactly what I want on my wedding website under the how we met section. I'm getting too old for this. I, so I just turned 30. And I had no problem turning 30. I've hit a lot of goals in my life. But you know there are other things that you know, I could maybe stop doing. One, I could get off of Grindr. <laughs> Two, I could stop telling my friend lies like, I'm only going to have one drink at happy hour. I'm going to have one drink. I have to go home, be up early in the morning. When we all know that really means I'm going to have four Jaeger bombs and six tequila shots and wake up the next morning with either a stranger or Burger King in my bed. <laughs> but the biggest thing I want to get over is my fear of the grocery store. I fucking hate going to the grocery store because I always run into people. And you never run into people that you, you know, want to run into, right? It's always like a friend of a friend, you know, someone who you sent a face-tuned picture of your asshole to three months ago, or like a coworker, and you can't decide if you're supposed to shake their hand or hug, and you get stuck in this weird little limbo until you run away and you keep running into them. You, I, you, you find yourself you know, going off doing your own shopping, because everyone grocery shops like this, and you find yourself you know, there with, running into them in the produce. You know, oh, hey, oh, look at those tomatoes. Great deal, right? And you marry on your way. And of course, you run into them again in the bakery. You don't know what to say, so maybe now you start trying to make a joke, and you're like, oh, those bagels are everything and you run away finally you're you know at your main destination which is the liquor liquor aisle loading your sixth bottle of chardonnay into your cart and then you see them and you think fuck this i'm not going to talk to them but then you try to make a swift getaway and of course you have the car with the wheel that has muscular dystrophy it flips and you have to just run out and leave your store and you don't get any shopping done and then another thing you can have, uh, another thing that happens is the self-checkout line, right? The self-checkout line, never pay in cash because whenever you pay in cash and they give you your change back, it's wrapped in the receipt like origami. Then when they hand it to you, you lose all motor function in your hands. Forget how to put cash back in your wallet. And again, just have to run away because the guy is pushing against you, you think he's going to stab you in the parking lot or something if you don't hurry up.
All right, I'm going to stop there. So uh, thank you for your time. I'm Paul Jordan. <laughs> Paul Jordan, everybody. Oh, my God. We're going to keep it rolling. Oh, uh, I found that the crouching method is the best method for the asshole pick. I wasn't sending it to a lovely suitor, though. I was trying to figure out if I had hemorrhoids. Uh, spoiler alert, I had hemorrhoids. Uh, so if anybody needs any aloe vera brand recommendations, I am your guy. Find me after the show. Uh, don't worry, I won't show you the picture. Anyway, your next comic, very excited. Everybody make it loud for Vishak Nair. Thanks, Murad, uh, for taking the time to figure out how to pronounce my name. Um, no, you did it right, yeah. Um, I met a couple of people the other day, and they decided to just call me V, because they just didn't want to spend time, they just didn't want to spend time figuring out uh, how to spell my name. But thanks for respecting my grandma's total disregard for the English language. Uh, <laughs> nice. Um, so Justin Carisi left the room, but I wanted to make a joke about him, but now that he's left the room, I can't roast him because that's like do it, do it, do it. that's like me bitching behind his back. But I'm gonna say it anyway. Uh, remember the mummy, the bald guy from the mummy? He looks exactly like him. You guys haven't seen the movie, okay? The huh? Yeah, the mummy. Yeah, Imhotep. Yeah, that's him. Okay. I'm feeling pretty bad because um, I was at I was at Edinburgh Castle the other day, like last night. And um, I said this one joke that I heard another comedian say, so I ripped off another comedian's joke. Um, and I feel pretty bad. Because some jokes are just like seductive, like they're just teasing you, like they're so good. So I'm just gonna say it anyway, and you guys can feel bad for me. Um, so the joke is, um, have you guys seen the movie Blade? It's this black guy who goes around killing vampires. So I have a movie idea where like, you have a black guy who goes around killing woke white people. Uh, and they're so woke that they're okay with it. <laughs> nice. That's not my joke, so you can thank him. Um, what? No, like six months ago. Some MC at some club. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about girls leaving me on red. Um, um, a lot of girls ghost me, like they start, they, they message me and then they decide that I'm not worth their time. And so I reply and then they don't, they leave me on red. Uh, that's like the 22nd century's version of leaving a guy with like blue balls. It's like you didn't leave me on red, you, leave, you, le you left me on blue. Nice. Okay, um, the next thing I want to talk about is... Um, so I, yeah, I was playing board games with my friends the other day, um, and have you guys heard, <laughs> wait, what's so funny, <laughs> wait, what, wait, you fucked up my flow, okay, um, but, um, and then, so we're playing this game called Coup, where like, you take turns, and in Coup, like, you have this option of either taking income or like, doing something fucked up, um, and so one of my friends, he decided not to make a move, and he just decided to take income. But that move ended up killing me. So he ended up making a move. So he ended up killing me without making a move. That's what the girl did to me last night. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, I also want to talk about books. I just started reading books again. 
uh, and now I feel like I need to take the SAT all over again. Um, because to come to this country, I had to take the TOEFL, because like they don't let you come to the US and study at a university unless you prove that you can speak English. Um, and so like I feel like the last time, between the last time I read a book and like today, like people have come up with like new words. Like, like what does the word compendium even mean, right? Like what does it mean, do you know? Like yeah, so exactly. Um, but like, so like how does someone come up with a new word? Uh, the way people come up with a new word is they just start using it in, in, in like speech, in like conversation and like hopefully the, the authors of the dictionary pick it up. But like when the same person is responsible for like multiple words, for like the invention of multiple words, you start like becoming like suspicious. And that's how I came up with the conclusion that Sh Shakespeare was a slut. Um, it's a joke, because he was sleeping with Webster, Johnson, and the other dictionary authors. Um, yeah. And my last joke is I got hit on by a gay guy the other day, because I live near the Castro, but I'm straight. But like, I don't swing that way. And like, so that was like me being hit on by a guy, like by, by a person that I'm not interested in. That's like me hitting on a straight girl, from the girl's perspective. That's a self-deprecating joke. Um, not an indication of my self-esteem. Thanks, guys. Shock Nair, not moving the mic stand. Back to the center of stage. Don't know why I pointed out that's a real passive-aggressive bitchy gripe to give somebody out of nowhere. Your next comic, I really like him. He has a like endearing, deadbeat dad uh, sort of energy to him. Uh, I'm a big fan. Everybody, make loud for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> How are we doing, guys? Fuck yeah, I'm feeling pretty shitty, you know, which is Justin Carisi on a good day. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, that's why he's had a good mood today. He's not here watching my set. I have no material for you guys. I really fucking don't. I, um, I got off work today. I worked like an eight-hour shift for the first time. I got a new job, and like my other job, well, I have two jobs now, but I got my other job, I... um. I wouldn't wake up to like 10.30 to go to work. Now I have to wake up at 6. Like, I didn't wake up before 10.30 for three fucking years in a row. You know how hard that transition is? It's like becoming a transvestite in Alabama. It's fucking impossible. <laughs> Fuck you, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, it's just guilty. Um, all right. I, um, somebody tell me about their day. I want a riff. Cool. I um, it's weird though, guys. What should I fucking talk to you about? Maron said I'm like an endearing, deadbeat dad, which reminds me of my dad. <laughs> he's not endearing. He's just dead. <laughs> he's not dead. He's just dead to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. Plotting for that shit? I'm talking about my emotions right now, trying to be open to you. You're like, yeah, you never grew up with a father. Good for Hunter. <laughs> oh, you know a dead dad? It's weird though, guys. My um, here's something. My dad's a meth addict. Fuck you. That's not funny. <laughs> I know he's 50 and a tweaker. 
Like, I got good genes. People worry because I drink every day. I'm like, no, my dad's been doing meth for like 10 years in a row, and he's still alive working construction. I got good genes. Yeah, but he's... What? Oh, I thought I said he was hitting. No, he hit me. I, um... So there was, he's a tweaker. Like, he's never done any drugs for in his life, and he went straight to meth. And they say, like, meth addiction is the finish line of all drug addiction, which means they can't even respect him as a drug addict because he cheated in the race, you know? That's fun. It's weird, though, guys. Can't, I can't even mention a little race around him, why I make his own starting line and finishing line, as he likes to call it, one for each nostril. It's really sad when your riffing works better than your actual fucking material. <laughs> it's all right. I, um... Hmm. Let's talk shit about our great host. Oh, I know I love you. I can't talk shit about you. I really can't. Let's talk shit about Mark Noir. That's an easy target. <laughs> Dude, how many times have you slept on my fucking couch, motherfucker? Like once and it was too much. It does. That's because I farted it all the fucking time. So I got a couch for sale now. <laughs> How do you fuck my couch, dude? That thing's too small for me to lay on. Hard? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so weird, dude. Like, are you one of those guys that humps pillows? Like, were you like a 16-year-old girl in the anime growing up or something? I never was an anime, but I definitely fucked a lot of anime things. This is more embarrassing. I like how this turned to joke workshop because I have no material. That's all right, though, guys. I, um... So weird. Mark Noyers. <laughs> Mark Noyers like the fucking weirdest guy on the pun. When I first met him, I, I was doing a show and he got there. He thought it was a mic. It was a shit show. He should have gotten on. Um, but that explains. You did? That's right. Oh, that's why. That explains the type of comic you are now. Um, but no, he was on there. He had so much like youth in his eyes. Like I'm moving out from Modesto. Modesto, right? Okay, I'm moving out from Modesto, I'm gonna do comedy, and now he's living in his van, still doing comedy. Like, he made it, guys. The improvement is best. He moved, it's better to live in Modesto in a house, I mean, it's worse to live in Modesto in a house than living in your van in San Francisco. That part. That part. It's 100% true, that's why Matthew Quirk's out here. Yeah. Matthew Quirk looks like he only remodels homes in Modesto. <laughs> and I love how there's a couple of people here who have no idea who Matthew Quirk is. And it's like, do you know who Matthew Quirk is? You look like Matthew Quirk if he shaved a beard and was like 20 years younger. Yeah. And didn't dress like a butch lesbian wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> All right, guys. I love talking shit about people. That's my time. Hunter Uniac, everybody. Only comic I know that will get angry at the crowd even if the joke is working. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, your next comic, not at all like Hunter Uniac. Everybody, make it loud for Suzanne Kristapopovich. <laughs> Kristapovich, uh, typo, typo. It's not Popovich, it's Kristapovich. Uh, anyways. Has anyone seen that porta potty? Uh, it ha it, it's like this brand. I don't know why anyone would name a porta potty honey bucket. Like, sure makes me want to add honey to my tea, 
Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Honey Bucket Nut Cheerios. <laughs> like, why would you add a food reference to something you shouldn't? <laughs> but then, like, Honey Bucket, that's what Winnie the Pooh had, so. Pooh. Um, it works out. Uh, if, if Jesus returns, uh, I want an ETA. Uh, I, I feel like he would come back on the third day of Coachella. Uh, I think he would, you know, he likes to make a scene on the third day of things. Uh, and I just, I think he would choose uh, Coachella because he would feel like he fits in, like with peace, love, acceptance, you know, being around other people and good Samaritan and all that. But I, it, can you imagine all the people, how many people at Coachella look like a version of Jesus already? Uh, I feel like if Jesus showed up at Coachella, people would post about it for sure. But actually it would be hard to tell who the real Jesus is out of all the ones that are, are, are already there. Um, have, you, have you heard people say or call something Facebook official? Like, oh, it's Facebook official now. <laughs> Tiffany, um, I, I don't like, the, I think that's really dumb because Facebook came out like in, came out of the closet. <laughs> Facebook was like a thing starting in like 2006 or something like that, 2004. Like what happened before that? It just didn't happen because it wasn't Facebook official. Like did Annie really have a hard knock life? <laughs> she, she didn't post about it. I didn't see it on her feed, on her story. And then like with family members, how people put their family members in their bio, and it says father pending. Uh, I can't trust that that's the real father because it's not Facebook official, it still says pending. Uh, I worked at a bakery not too long ago, but I had my last day recently, uh, out of choice. And uh, this couple came in and they were picking up a uh, gender reveal cake. Uh, they were the parents, so what they did was they sent an envelope in with all the information the bakery needed so they can make the appropriate cake for whatever gender it was. But the father and the mother came in, and as the mother was like standing back just waiting, and the father was like taking control, you know, how they do, uh, uh, and talking to the cashier and was like, we didn't pay for this cake. And like, yeah, you did, you're picking it up, it has to be paid for. Uh, so one of the shift the man shift manager was like, okay, here's what you got, it's paid for, and like went through all the details, like what color the inside of the cake was. So basically said what gen, like he told the gender. And so they finish up their interaction and like the father's all calm and they, s they start to leave and as the dad's leaving, he's like, oh fuck. And he like, as soon as he steps out of the doorway, he says, they just told me the gender to his wife. Uh, but then I was thinking, it's 2019. Was it really a gender reveal? Like we, sh we have to let the baby decide, right? <laughs> it's not Facebook official. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if anyone listens to rap music here. I'm pretty sure maybe half of you do. <laughs> I think that's a good guess, say 70%. Actually, maybe like 75%. Uh, but I think that one of the biggest uh, differences between the 19th and 20th, that like basically the 20th century and the 21st century is you have to be specific uh, when you're talking about Wolfgang. Like, are you buying tickets for a concert or, or a concerto? 
you know? <laughs> Mozart or Tyler the Creator, I don't know. Be specific. Um, I, I know a lot of names mean certain things, like my first name, Suzanne, is of French origin, but I'm not French. But it means lily, which is a flower, you know. Um, anyways, uh, I worked with a lady named Nada, uh, which means nothing in Spanish. <laughs> Very meaningful name, has, has a lot to it. Uh, I'm gonna leave you with this. Uh, if you start to see a light at the end of the tunnel, it might be another muni station. <laughs> Thank you. Suzanne Kristopovich, everybody. My ignorant ass can say her name right. Thank you for donating, Suzanne, and also everybody else, please donate. You can either put some money in the tip jar or you can send it to a Venmo, uh, M-U-R-A-H-D-S-H-A-W-K-I. Uh, if you, you know, help this support local businesses, support local art. <clears throat> Your next comic doesn't support shit. No, I'm just kidding. I, I like making baseless accusations uh, about him every time I introduce him. Everybody make it loud for Vishal Call. Fucking Murad. Oh, does this work? There it goes. Fucking Murad trying to run a Ponzi scheme up in here. What is this? <laughs> Fucking Muni Radio. All right, uh, so I'm doing a thing where I got to talk about like being single or whatever. So like if I'm talking about doing that, just like just know that I, I got to. All right. I'm single, y'all. Yeah, single. Uh, so I'm dating, right? And dating, dating's hard, right? We got single people in the house. Yeah? Got a couple. Dating's hard, but we've all been there, right? Because you got to put yourself out there, right? It's tough. Like we can all relate to this. Like, you know, you, you meet someone cute at a party. Uh, you know, you ask them out on a date. They're not into it. They say no. Uh, that, that translates to, can smell that little baby dick on you from a mile away. That baby dick energy you got. That BDE. Uh, so that doesn't work out. And so you join the dating apps. Uh, and uh, after a while, you know, you definitely notice that they, uh, for a lack of a better term, uh, the fucking, that you see a drop in quality. So basically that means even the fucking algorithm figured out how trash you are. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, well, at first we tried showing you attractive people with jobs, but we figured your speed was more stock photos with Russian hackers in the back end. <laughs> that doesn't work out. So fuck it. You try hitting the club. You're at the club. You see a cutie. You start grinding up on them. They're not into it. They call the cops, you go to jail for five to 10, that really puts you in a sour mood. But on the bright side, at least you don't have to put yourself out there anymore. You don't have to date anymore because someone made you their prison bitch. That's the punchline to that. Um, you know what the spot is though, like hot tip, if you want to impress your dates, fellas, ladies, take them to Whole Foods. Take them to Whole Foods. That place is dank. <laughs> they got all the shit. Uh, who here is a fan of Whole Foods? We got fans of Whole Foods. Y'all also like paying too much for shit, all right? That's all it is. That's all Whole Foods is, man. It's the same shit, and they just brand it really well so they can charge you more. It's Louis Vuitton broccoli is what it is. I went to Whole Foods this weekend, and I paid three times as much for gluten-free, dairy-free, 
laundry detergent. <laughs> Didn't know that shit existed, but Whole Foods knew I needed it. I walked out of there like the fucking king of France or whatever. I was like, get out of my way, urchins. <laughs> Felt rich as fuck. Uh, what else do I want to work on? Uh, dating in San Francisco, though, it's interesting because it's the one place where the people I date, I'm walking everybody right now. That's all good. <laughs> this, is, this is how you build character. Um, dating in San Francisco is like the one place where, you know, like the people I date will all tell me uh, whenever they discover new Indian shit, you know? It's like, they'll be like, hey, I date white girls. Hey, by the way, I love turmeric. Just want to tell you that. And they tell me this shit like I invented it, you know? <laughs> They're like, just want to say, I love your work on chutney. I do Bikram yoga every weekend. You're doing a bang up job there, buddy. <laughs> Keep up the good work. And I tell them the same shit every time. I'm like, hey, look, I appreciate it. But I don't know what those things are. <laughs> I don't know. Well, any of those things are, I don't know shit about India. Went there one time in the last 10 years. Didn't like it. It was gross. Too hot, too stinky, too many animals in the street. Honestly, I could get that right here in San Francisco. Didn't need to leave the country for that shit. Didn't need to pay a fucking $2,000 round trip on fucking Singapore Airlines. Um, I will say, like, I appreciate, though, that, like, people will tell me when they discover new Indian shit. So, like, now I try to do the same thing when I discover new white people shit. So, hot tip for all the people in the room. Uh, Trader Joe's <laughs> has this <laughs> exotic new spice that I think you're all going to love. Don't know how to pronounce it, but I think it's called mayonnaise. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Thank you. Michelle Call, thank you so much. Uh, I go back to the motherland uh, quite a bit, and uh, being in Cairo is kind of like living in a burning cigarette. So uh, I understand your pain, Michelle. Uh, okay, very excited for your next comic. Uh, been doing Kasim's mics with him lately. We're doing, we're doing a lot of mics together. Everybody, make it loud for Casey Koenig. Thanks for being here, everybody. Vishal, do, um, uh, do people ever talk to you about yoga? Do they really? Well, I'm just asking. Like, okay. Sometimes, like, I, like, not that I have a dog in the fight, but, like, <laughs> like uh, maybe, I don't know. I, like, sometimes, like, people, like, I got, like, really progressive roommates. Like, they're pretty open-minded people, and I appreciate that. But um, sometimes they, compl you know, they're just, like, you know, they try to get on social issues that are trendy, like cultural appropriation. They're like, cultural appropriation is the worst. Right, and sometimes I really want to connect with them on that. Just be like, yeah, I, I can see how you're a good person for saying those things, but then I also know them too well because they're my roommates. You know, it's just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like you can you can complain about cultural appropriation, but if you spend your weekends like learning the ancient Oriental art of yoga from a nice white lady named Sharon, I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe you don't really understand it. <laughs> that's my that's my only political thing I have to say today. I, uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks, Mutiny. Thanks, Murad. Second day in a row, we've, we've, <laughs> we've, we've been twinsies on the, on the shirts. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a fun week for me. Um, let's see. Does, did, were you guys here earlier about, uh, during Jack's set? I, 
he talked about avocados and how like stupid avocados are. Did that just like get under your skin at all? I was just like, dude, you, your complaints are actually advertisements. It's like amazing. It's a vegetable butter? Yeah, that's amazing. What are you talking about? I also felt like he was the kind of dude that isn't like old enough to have spent $8 on avocados only to have them go rotten on him in a week. It's just like, dude, you have no idea how much I appreciate ripe avocados. The timing on that is so hard. <laughs> I love him though. I love him. He just doesn't understand. Um, a little bit about me. Uh, I used to uh, I used to smoke cigarettes. Anybody anybody used to smoke cigarettes or quit or yeah, Fishall, you know, Cody. That's cool. What's that? You're not a quitter. <laughs> it's all good. No judgment. Like I get it. Like seriously. Like I I don't. I, you know you're only smoking your feelings. It's it's all good. Like uh. Yeah, earlier uh, earlier this year during my birthday, I uh, I was reminded of it. I got a <laughs> I got a package in the mail, and it, it was like from the Marlboro Corporation. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I open up the box, and it says, "Hi, Casey. We just wanted to wish you a happy birthday from your friends at Marlboro." And I <laughs> look in there, and they gave me a free set of headphones, which was like the most bizarre thing ever. Like, I had gotten through the whole day, and, like, they were the first people to actually get me a present. <laughs> and I was like, my mom hasn't even texted me yet, and this, like, evil tobacco corporation is thoughtful enough to remember my birthday? Well, like, I don't know what's wrong with, I don't, I don't know, is, is something wrong with them or me? I can't. It was a weird feeling. Like, my, uh, my roommates were kind of, like, uh, laughing at me. You know, they're just kind of like, oh, that's crazy. Um, and you know, <laughs> just like <laughs> one of the things that I did think about was like I don't know if I really want to put them on. I don't want to use the Marlboro headphones. Like it sounds like propaganda at work. You know, just <laughs> smooth flavor, right? <laughs> Relax, Casey. Go back to the <laughs> go back to the Seven Eleven and do what you used to do. Um, I don't know. That's that was just a sad day. Uh, I. Uh, I, uh, anybody else in here in love with someone that's really dangerous? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird situation. I, I have a, uh, I'm married and my wife is, uh, I, I love her, but she's dangerous. We were, <laughs> we were, uh, we were, she was driving. I was a passenger and, uh, she just has, like, she just gets really irritated with other drivers on the road a lot. And, you know, I don't want to like tell her how to drive. <laughs> but she's just like she early like sometimes I swear to God like she just like pumps the brakes on people because she, she's like they're riding my ass right and they just like stomps on it and I'm just sitting there silently like <laughs> like just going like you know I really don't want to die but I also don't want to be rude so maybe I'm just gonna <laughs> end up dying this way uh, I uh, I don't know I ne I didn't say anything I don't I think that's the rule you're not supposed to do that as a passenger. Uh, and, and then one day, I was actually the driver, and she was the passenger, and there was a guy in front of me that was at the, at like, kind of blocking off an intersection, and she does this move where she reaches over to the steering wheel and starts honking the horn as the passenger, and I'm just sitting there like, what, what are you doing? And I don't think I have enough time to end this story, and I didn't construct it, I didn't construct it right anyway. I, didn't, I can already tell I didn't set it up right, so forget that I said this, and um, I hope to get it right uh, next time. Thanks for being here. Oh my God. Set, sir. Uh,
I just fucked up and told that guy that he was next when he really, this guy's next. Uh, so that's fun. Uh, this man was dead to me till just moments ago. Uh, everybody make it loud and hopefully pay attention to uh, Raj Raina. All right, this is going to be great. I'll get to know you two very well. All right. What's up? You guys hit up strip clubs? Is that how, is that what goes on? You know, strip clubs? How's it the worst strip club you can possibly imagine? This is a joke, dude. I don't go to strip clubs. <laughs> this place was awful, dude. You know it's a shitty strip club when like the main stripper, like the head stripper of the strip is also the bouncer at the club? That's how you know it's a fucking terrible strip. Dude, I had to pay $10 to get the lap dance to start, and then I had to pay $10 more to get that shit to stop, dude. That fucking, it was terrible. All right. We'll see where this goes. All right, I fucking, I took an Uber there. I hate taking Ubers, though, because uh, I'm Indian and shit, so everyone just assumes I'm their Uber driver. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I don't drive for Uber just because I'm Indian. You think just because I'm Indian I drive for Uber? I don't drive for Uber. I do drive for Lyft. That's not the point. That's not the point, you know? All right, all right. Yeah, we'll do this shit. No, I'm fucking around, dude. I'm a terrible driver. I am. I'm really bad at driving. Last week, I almost hit two motorcyclists. Can you believe that shit? Yeah. I know. Don't worry, though. I'll get him next time, guys. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. Um, oh, I, I did a lot of shit in my free time. Um, I, I used to I try to make a lot of money. I used to be a street performer. I played the guitar and I'd sing um, on San Jose. Yeah, it was cool. Most I ever made, I made a lot of money. I made $20. Some cat gave me $20. That's a lot of money, man. I remember what he did, too. He came up to me. Put one hand on my shoulders, he drops $20 in my tip jar, and he says, son, please stop, please. Yeah, that's a joke, I don't sing. Anyway, um, uh, sorry, this is, uh, I'm trying to work out some stuff. Um, oh, I was, uh, I, I was born in Detroit, Ooh. Michigan, yeah. The D, man, the D, hell yeah. That's two Ds, I don't know, something about my D and double D, double D yeah. You wanna see my D, what, huh? No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? I didn't say that. Dude, it's backwards growing up there. It's fucked up. It's kind of scary. You know, here's how fucked up it is, dude. And I'm being honest with you. We're all being honest up here. We're comedians. That's what we do, you know? But uh, my teachers actually used to kick my ass for lunch money and shit. That's not funny, man. <laughs> I was homeschooled, dude. That's fucked up. You get it? Because then that'll make my parents do that. Okay, cool. Just just checking in. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, uh, I I talk. I, I'm going to skip one joke and get to this one. But, dude, all my white friends growing up, they always want to go camping and shit. Is that not a white privilege to you? Is that right? That's what I'm saying, dude. Bro, I'm from India. You know what I'm saying? Like, I moved from India to America so I wouldn't have to shit in the woods anymore. You understand what I'm saying? That's fucked up, man. You laughed too hard at that, dude. I don't know how I felt about that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan. Thank you, man. Uh, okay, so, um, dude, so this guy, you were talking about being married and shit. I'm single, um, and so I don't know whether it's better to be married or to be single, to be honest. Uh, so I asked my uncle, and I'll never forget what he said. He gave me some good advice. He said, son, the best part about being married to me is that I haven't had to use a condom in seven years. And that's fantastic. Uh, the worst part about being married is that I haven't had sex in about seven years, so that's what's, that's what kind of shitty. That's why he didn't have to use a condom, because, okay, all right, cool. Just checking. Um, oh, so uh, I am single, though, so you know what that means, fellas, huh? I hang out at the Planned Parenthood a lot, you know what I'm saying? 
Because that's where you meet, you know, women that fuck, you know? No? <laughs> you should try it. Anyway, it was real confusing because I was at, they need to fix their marketing strategy or something because I, I was at Planned Parenthood, like the abortion clinic, and there's a sign on the door of the Planned Parenthood that said, please come inside. <clears throat> I'll let that, I'll let that sink in. For, it is hella confusing to me. Um, so anyway, so I moved to the, this is all over the place. Uh, I moved to the Bay Area um, and shit. I don't like, there's a lot of political correctness here. Do you understand what, you know what I mean? There's a lot, dude. You can't say shit nowadays, right? You can't say deaf. You gotta say hard of hearing and shit. I hate that shit. You can't say midget. You can't, you have, you have to say little person. You know what I'm saying? You can't even say mid, uh, wow, I fucked that joke up like seven times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? I'll, there's a lot of genders and sexualities and, and different. It's all a spectrum. LGBTQ. All, it's fine, whatever. But I'll just say this one thing about that. Um, I think asexual people, I think they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Uh, I might end on that one. Uh, yeah, I think I'll end on that one. <laughs> Raj Reina, everybody. Uh, I laughed very hard at that uh, shitting in the woods in India joke. A, because I was trying to picture woods in India, uh, but also because I was thinking about in Egypt, uh, shit, taking a shit in the desert and having the heat radiate from the sand uh, and burn my asshole as I shat. There's no joke to that. It's just a very unpleasant anecdote. Anyway, <laughs> your next comic, very excited for him to go on stage and very excited uh, to be getting towards the end of uh, this happy hour on a very smooth, not turbulent note with smooth transitions and segues. Everybody make it loud for Luke Newman. How much time I got? 30 seconds? I got a full five minutes? Uh, let, me, let me just stretch. I got time, you know, so I thought I could stretch, but I don't, I don't stretch, because stretching is gay, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know, man, a little homophobia to, to start it off, why not? Why not? Why not? It's a nice, this is a nice picture over here. Who did this one? This is very nice. This is good. What do you guys think this represents right here? It just got there's some rainbow it's this rainbow themes I see going on here. Um but it's also got some bubbles. And it's like some some like I don't know. I'm not maybe I'm not qualified to what do you think, man? What do you think of like uh Mario Kart Rainbow Red? Okay. Shut your ass up. Uh now, see, what I noticed, first of all, I noticed these guys right here, the gray, these guys here, because they're out of place, you know what I'm saying? They Look at everybody else shining, you know what I'm saying? They know what they're about, you know what I mean? They know what they're doing in life. These gray things, they're like, they seem lost. They seem <laughs> like they need help or something, you know what I mean? And maybe the artist, this is the artist right here, and he's like, hey. I'm among all these rainbows and shit, but yo, I ain't got no color in me. You know what I'm saying? Help a help a brother out, or maybe it was a female. How misogynistic of me! Um, actually, it's a horrible painting, and so yeah, what probably was a female. 
Um, just a joke, fellas. We can be we can be honest here, huh? There's no ladies in here. Huh? You say? I didn't. I I didn't. I just forgot you were here. I don't fucking know. Who you guys? Who you guys? Who's who you guys voting for? Prep for president? Who's running? Everybody. Vote for Trump. Yeah, I'm I, I got Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. 2020. Now, who out of the two? Who do you think would be the the president, the vice president, Ren or Stimpy? I think Stimpy would be president. Stimpy. I don't even. I never even watched the show. I just like how it sounds. Ren and Stimpy. 2020. <laughs> It's a good sounding. Put that as a bumper sticker. You know, I just fucking write it in Sharpie on my bumper. You know what I mean? I don't fucking know. I don't fucking. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> the fuck? Jesus Christ. Um. Uh, what's up with penguins? You know what I mean? Fucking. <laughs> They're, no, I fuck with penguins. They're, you know they're monogamous? Yeah. How does that work? You know what I mean? They don't fuck other penguins? Yeah. <laughs> I know what... <laughs> I know what monogamy is. But, you know, like how do they choose... You know, you see them in those big-ass groups. How do they choose a fucking... Is it just like some love at first sight shit? They just see somebody from across the fucking pack of penguins. They're like, you, forever, right now. Let's do it. You know what I mean? There's no, like... And did you think that, like, penguins ever cheat on each other? Like, they're, they're hooked up for life. You think <laughs> penguins ever have a midlife crisis? Like, all these other penguin bitches around here, I got to stick with you? You know what I mean? Cause they already had their, they already had their kid. Like, how long do they live? You know what I mean. <laughs> you think you think penguins ever get like a divorce? <laughs> how could you cheat on me? I thought we were a monogamous species. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't fucking know, man. Wish I was a penguin. That'd be good. Yeah. I guess. I got to do some more studying to see what that... Maybe they're monogamous, but they're on, like, open relationships or something. That's how they make it work. I don't know. I got I to gotta look up more about penguins and shit. Thank you. Luke Newman, everybody. Make it loud for Luke. Make it loud for staying faithful to one life partner uh, for the entirety of your time on this mortal coil. Anyway, your next comic, I asked him his last name, and he said, who the fuck cares? So I'm excited for the energy he's going to bring to the stage. Everybody, make it loud for George Davis. I love comedy, yeah. and comedy loves me. 
And since we do the comedy, we should be around the... How we doing, everybody? God damn, man. Everybody's fucking dressed in black. What is going on, brothers? Yo, B. You know the other fucked up part? It's like if you look at the shoes, half of the motherfuckers is black and white. Like, yo, B. They're all fucked up. It's all fucked up. But whatever, bruh. You know, hey, bruh. You know, we just getting it done, right? Getting in the comedy game. You know, we in the game, right? You know? Like that shit. That shit's funny to me, bruh. Fucking in the game. Oh, bruh. Anyway, um, so what was I going to talk about tonight? Oh, man, yo, yo. Yo, bro, I've been, like, sad and shit lately, and being sad sucks. Like, like, I've been, like, real, real, like, real, real sad. Like, really, you'd be laying on, like, just, like, fuck this shit. <laughs> just laying your back and you're just being like, yo, B, life fucking sucks. And you're just being laying there, bro, and your back hurts and all that shit. Yeah, man. Ah, oh, bro. But whatever. You know, I ain't, ain't got to talk about it that much. Shut up. <laughs> this nigga laughing. <laughs> This motherfucker over here. Yeah, because he knows how deep I could get into the shit if I got into the shit. And, like, motherfucker, like, yo, bruh, god damn it. Like, my motherfucking back hurts so bad, nigga. I don't even, yo, it's like, they, they, they don't end at jokes. They don't end at jokes. When I talk about it, it just ended me being mad as a motherfucker. And that's it. It's like, it's like I just stand there just mad as fuck. So like, yeah, bruh. Nah, bruh. It's all good. Yo, B. Right? <laughs> yeah, bruh. Nah, I'm, it's all good. It's all good. I, like, I just like, I like, I just like standing up here and just like seeing. <laughs> I'm going to eat my ass after this. <laughs> I don't know, bruh. I, like like I said, I like I just like to come out here and just bullshit with my buddies. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Like, Your buddies are here? <laughs> yo, B. Yeah, no shit, right? Do any of these niggas like you? <laughs> right? <laughs> no shit. That's for real. I get that. That's a good joke. <laughs> But nah, Brad. What? What? So what were you saying? I said you my yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. Nah, Brad. Well, yeah, Mark. Mark. Mark Neuer's my man. That's for real. That's actually, yeah. That was actually a real pull. And yeah, and actually a real friend out of all these motherfuckers. I've known this cat. Like I've seen this dude get on stage forever. Like, we're not, like, friends, but, like, but I've seen this dude get on stage, and I like him. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, bruh. Yeah, yo, B. He, he gets the jokes on, bruh. Yeah, bruh. They, these motherfuckers get it in. Like, 
I appreciate like all the motherfucking comics that get up on this goddamn stage. And for real. For real. And like get up here and like just hit this motherfucking mic and just do their thing. Like every fucking time. Yo, bruh. For real. I I love them niggas. Yo, bruh. That's that's my people. That's why I show up every week. Because I like the people that hit the motherfucking mic. That's it and that's all. All right, y'all? All right. And and as you always know, I got one last joke. Hit him with a joke. Oh, yo, B, I got one joke. You know I got one joke. What can lifesavers do that guys can't? Come with five different flavors. Thank you and good night. Your headliner, George Davis, everybody. We did it. We did it. He had a literally a five-minute flat set, and we just finished at 8 o'clock flat. So the magic number's 22, guys. I ran this like a fucking pro. Thank you so much for coming. And, uh, yeah, see you next time. <laughs>